0: series of Mental Health and Lockdowns with myself, Ian and Keen. Uh, we discuss uh, the last year, uh, our own experience during lockdown. Really hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to give it a like and a share and follow us at ATP Fitness Cork. Hey guys, uh, welcome to today's podcast with myself, Ian and I'm joined by Keen. Uh, the idea behind this podcast, as we said, is just to speak about the last year, how crazy it has been uh, for us individually, for us as a company. Uh, And just the impact it's having on people's social physical and mental health and we do hope that you just take something from I suppose knowing that we're struggling we're having we're finding it hard uh, and knowing that you know it has been a tough year for everybody but there are things we still can do to try and help us to feel better.
1: Absolutely so um, hey guys and the first thing uh we're going to talk about today um, are the the rolling lockdowns and uh, the impact it's having on us, on ATP, but also uh, our clients uh, who we still have a very uh, high level of communication with throughout uh, the last ten months since it uh, since it
0: all kicked off. Ten months, Jesus! Yeah. Let me say that. But I suppose it's not something that we've actually covered in a topic, uh, no, you know, in depth. Yeah. And uh, we kind of talked. we had doing this podcast for a while, uh, but we have been keeping busy. But uh, it is about starting from last year, uh, and I think to relive, like you know, I think back in March last year, nobody could have predicted to be where we are right now. Uh, and when you go back to March last year, when the first lockdown hit, I think a big thing we I've taken anyway is that the the three lockdowns for me have been three very different lockdowns. Like you know, I think initially. Uh, we spoke with us earlier before we came on uh, Lockdown 1 for me was very much about escapism It was like, you know, I'm going to do as much as I can to not think about what the hell is going on Because I don't think I was in that space I can remember when the announcement was made, I was actually in your house uh, It was supposed to be the night of my stag yeah. And we, 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 went for a, we went for a swim uh, down the beach, went back to Keenemers for a couple of drinks And next thing, good old Leo came on uh, and announced it, and we were like, What the fuck? Yeah,
1: it escalated pretty quickly because I suppose, even going before that, uh, we were very much so just caught up in going 100 uh, miles an hour and how this place has just gotten or had gotten busier and busier and busier, and we hadn't really kind of like taken notice uh, of that like, increase in like, you know, pace and workload. We were just in it. Uh, and when that happened,
0: it just all came crashing. Yeah, you? it it just became, what's mad No, that you say it, Like it just became more normal. Mm. Uh, and you just adapted your lifestyle. And it was, it was fantastic, don't get me wrong, like the business was doing really well. ATP was hopping, we built a great community. Uh, anyone who trained in here knew, knew what it was about. Like, you know, we, we had to think now, like having three trainers, you know, six, six clients at a time inside in the gym, having 18, 20 people in our studio classes, like, that was our normal, which to think about that now is... foresee see when we'll have people back in the classes again. <laughs> it's mad to think the, how, how it's been flipped on its head, like, you know, and I think it really was, it's like, you know, that was a hard time to take because there were so many unknowns. At, at that time, like, we just didn't know, there wasn't, like, at least lockdown two and lockdown three, we kind of knew about what, what to expect, whereas I think for everybody, lockdown one, we thought it was probably going to be maybe one lockdown, and yeah. you know that's it. And it was, I suppose adapting then it
1: took maybe a, a few weeks, but we we pretty much uh, immediately uh, just starting to adapt the business and shift things online and change the way we uh, did things in terms of like you know our presence on social media, uh, getting the classes and the PTs online, and with each lockdown we've seen a gradual increase in. The number of people willing to give it a go, yeah. and then like, thankfully, once they, they give the online side of things a go, they are
0: enjoying it and sticking sticking with it. Yeah, that tends to be that tends to be the case. It's like everything, I suppose, something new. People are always afraid of. Yeah. Uh, but we have we have adapted massively as humans. We're made to adapt. Like and I think we've had to. But like like that lockdown one, uh, even hate the word lockdown, but like <laughs> lockdown one was there was a, a massive fear factor there. I think initially, which I think now was actually back in lockdown three. Uh, that people are fearful of what's going on and what might happen, uh, but I said, for me, you know, it really was, what can I do to keep myself busy? And people don't know, like most people, will know about 28 degree Now, you know, that initially was called the Blueprint, uh, which was an idea, you know, well before lockdowns. And we were like, okay, gym is closed. We don't know when it's going to reopen again. Let's just bury our head in this. Uh, let's create this, which we managed to do, which is great. But the other side then really was for me, and I look back now realizing it was full escapism, which was okay, that's how I dealt with it. But it was like, you know, what can I do to keep myself occupied? So, like everybody else in Ireland, it was like, you know, DIY, and it was like, I'm gonna absolutely upturn my back garden uh, and get it done patio, shed, the whole lot, which is great to have done now. But it was me just keeping myself really busy. Um, and the other side of it, I said, like, you know, I said this to beforehand, like, you know, I do realize now looking back now. If I fucking drank quite heavily as well in lockdown one, like, you know, I really... You know, a lot, a lot of us did and people
1: probably see us and we get we get comments uh, a lot and even, you know, they're coming in when we, uh, you're asking the questions about today's podcast where people have this maybe uh, perception that we're always training, we're always healthy.
0: Uh, that's not the case. Not the case at all. No, like, all like yeah, yeah, no, definitely. i like, I going through a period there and it was like, you know, Honestly, Thursday to Sunday was like, yeah, we're in lockdown. I was gonna have a few glasses of wine. I'm gonna have. If anyone who follows me knows, like, you know, I've, I've nailed the the how to make the mojitos, especially in the summer. There, it was like, yeah, it's a summer, sun is shining, getting mojitos going. Lisa was good, the espresso and martinis. It was a lot of drinking, like it really was. And like, as much as it's, you know, it was a bit of crack, I look back now and I realize, like, you know, for being in a bad space mentally, uh, in my head. Like, alcohol just does not help that situation at all, Like you know? in and it's important for people to realise as well that, like,
1: alcohol is a depressant, so, like, you know, while it's like, a great thing to turn to uh, some things, uh, it can have, end up having a very negative
0: effect on us yeah. if we overdo it. I definitely found, like, you know... On a Monday or Tuesday It took me to get going I was definitely less positive On those days after You know Having drinks at the weekend And stuff like that And like for lockdown 2 As I said Like you know I was still kind of Drinking a bit more Definitely less than lockdown 1 I'm on my high horse now In lockdown 3 Because I haven't been drinking (laughs) But like what I can say Is that like I do feel Even though It's such a shit situation I'm able to You know I'm in a better mindset Most of the time Mm -hmm. Than when I was For the other two Even though this time round Actually feels harder Than the other the Other two, like that makes sense, yeah.
1: Um, I suppose if you're, yeah, waking
0: up and you're a bit ropey, you're not feeling
1: great, it can can take that little bit extra to kind of like drag yourself over those kind of like negative thoughts, yeah, um, and 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 those kind of feelings. Um, so like, whilst there's nothing wrong with having a few drinks, it's probably not a great time to
0: be drinking a lot, yeah. Like, if you feel like you are like really struggling, like the majority of people are. As much as that, you know, those couple of glasses of wine on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you might feel like they're helping you relax, you know, in the long run, it's probably not. Uh, So maybe take a look at that and just, yes, it it can be a bit of escapism again, like, you know, just to turn to some drink uh, and forget about things, which I think is needed at a certain extent, but just be aware of what you are consuming. Are you over consuming? Are you completely, you know, are you facing the same problems just later on in the week or the day? because you're blanking them out for this certain period of time. Yeah, know? and then if it's having that like, knock-on impact on your
1: sleep, and your energy levels, that, that's then where things can spiral. Like, yeah. yeah, so it's just about being, being conscious
0: of it and keeping an eye on it. Yeah, and that's like, we're not, we're not lecturing anybody, we're not drinking. Yeah, like, not drink, not, not, yeah. not, we're we're not, uh, big we're not, fans we're not, of uh, yes. having a... Having we're, not, a we're not in like that like position that. at all, but it is just uh, it is that awareness, uh, f- I said from myself, realising from the previous ones, mm-hmm. um, that I do feel a little bit better.
1: But that part of that transitional period though as well, from like lockdown one, to lockdown three. It's like, you know, the changes that have occurred each time. So like lockdown one was, you know, just putting the head down. And as you said, like there was that escapism, but you know, building the program, building the 28, putting all our time and effort into that because we both need to be busy. Yeah, It was like just this this thing that we could concentrate on. I feel just talking to a lot of people uh, unfortunately, they haven't yet found what it is, you know. Um, they can keep themselves busy, with and that's then having a, like a very negative impact on them, uh, especially if you know uh, they're they're working from home and everything is happening at home at the moment. Yeah. They they maybe aren't like taking a break throughout the day, so they're not getting up and getting fresh air. There's no. You know going home at five o'clock time anymore because like you, you might as well just keep working if the emails are coming in that's having a that's having a very negative impact on people
0: yeah home. i remember in between lockdowns when we actually happened to be open for the few weeks each time talking to clients who majority of them were you know, working from home um rarely were you know clocking off when they might have if they were in the office it was like answering emails or just doing this one thing at seven o'clock or eight o'clock in the evening and like trust me, we have our own business. Like, you know, I find it hard sometimes to come off the phone or or answer a question, but what's happening there is like, you're not separating work from home any bit. It just becomes combined, which I've no doubt. Some people work from home, and this is, I think, something that we can kind of touch on the whole way through. And I said to you again beforehand was like, it's been very different for every single person. And you know, you've actually had some people who have been like, oh, I like walking from home. This, oh, it's grand, suits me. You know, oh look, yes, it's a dose. I don't get to see my friends or whatever, but you know, it's grand. And new people who are walking from home and they're on the edge, like you know, they're they're finding it hard to cope. They've no social interaction, no physical face-to-face contact with people for periods of time. Like, I think we're very, use the word selfish and I talk about myself as well. Like, you know, you do think of yourself first as much as people like, you know, unless you're probably a your mother or something like, you know, but I'm saying like, you do think about like yourself and then you start thinking about others most of the time. And a lot of people who are finding the lockdowns, yes hard, but say, okay, and they're like, oh, this is grand, you know, it's, it's an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. We, we forget about people who are like really, really struggling and that's from me talking to clients and talking to, to family members as well, especially this lockdown and I'm like, they're really, like really finding it hard that you're almost becoming worried about those people. Yeah. I, think, I think it is, uh, you know, obviously every lockdown has been really hard, but like the,
1: the sense that we're definitely getting off uh, the majority of people anyway is that this one does seem to be a lot uh, worse. There is a lot more anxiety, there is a lot more uh, stress. And you do, as you say, like, you know, people on like, like both sides of the spectrum I've generally heard people, you know, say to me on the phone, like, oh yeah, I don't I don't mind COVID at all. I don't really like people anyway, yeah. like that, that might be fine. But then you have people who are massively, as you said, like suffering from loneliness, suffering from anxiety and not coping well at all. So yeah. just to be mindful that, you know, even though your circumstances might be okay and you're doing
0: okay, uh, there are a lot of people who aren't. Yeah. And like a big thing I thought, I've had this conversation with lots of clients uh, I've had it with Lisa, uh, I think I've had it with you as well, but it's been, like, a big thing we do is that, you know, we feel gratitude and grateful for things and for how lucky we might be when we look at somebody else who is worse off. That's basically how how it kind of works. Like, when you're talking about being grateful, you're like, I'm really happy that I have a house, because you're thinking you might not have a house, you know, these kind of things. But, like, when it comes to being grateful and you know, having that gratitude, it's important that it shouldn't be at the expense of someone else. You know what I mean? You shouldn't look at someone else and be like, "Oh, I could be in their position." Because uh, I had this conversation with a friend the other day on the phone. He was just like, "Ian, like we're lucky. Like we're both working. You know, we're kind of we're doing okay. Your, your gym has been closed. You've moved your wedding again. Like you know, I, all of these things." And it's like, it, it wasn't feeling sorry for me, but it was just like, you know, he was looking at me going, "He's really lucky." And what I said to him was. Alan, uh, that is his name. I was like, Alan, to be honest, I was like, how you're feeling, the stresses you're feeling about the lockdowns, about where you're at right now, they're the exact same feelings I'm feeling. You know what I mean? And that's where we get caught up. We think like, I shouldn't be feeling this way because that person has it way worse than me. But like, how you're feeling, so when you're upset, you're, you're annoyed, you're frustrated at the lockdowns, at the current situation, don't try and think oh, I shouldn't be feeling that way because I'm lucky. Like a client said to me that the other day, she's like yeah, I'm lucky, I'm walking, I know I shouldn't be feeling this way. And straight away I was like, No, I feel that way, and it's important for people to understand, like that you feel whatever way you're feeling. Don't think you can't feel a certain way because you're not as worse off as somebody else. Like I said, when you're sad, it's the same as someone else being sad. Do you know what I mean? Whatever your situation of being sad is. That's it, like you know, and that's what people have to understand about emotions. If you're angry, the way you feel and you're angry is the way someone else feels who might be worse off than yeah? you or better off than you. Yeah? They feel the same anger, you know what I mean? And that's what people don't understand. It's like, feel however you're going to feel and stop trying to.
1: Your emotions are your own.
0: Yeah, okay. massive. And I think where people will just uh, kind of feel like they're almost guilty for feeling a certain way when they think people are worse than them, you know, and that, that shouldn't be the case. Well, like, like, and that then can add that spiraling effect where it's um it's not leading t-
1: for you know people to feel even worse so yes um you might be grateful that you're you know working from home and you have a job um but it's still okay to like feel lonely if you're there by yourself yep. and you don't you're not around any family and friends yeah uh, you don't have to feel bad for for, for feeling that way yeah um like, I, I suppose we've been hearing a lot Of that, where it's it's great that people feel grateful for certain
0: things, but it's okay to be sad too. Yeah, hundred percent. And like we've, I've, I have those days, and and you have those days where like you know, they're just shit days, you know. Uh, And what's crazy, I use this term a lot in my emails, like the roller coaster of emotions. Mm -hmm. And with it, like people have to understand, it really is that. There's days where the situation hasn't actually changed. I've had this conversation with you. It's like, nothing's changed since yesterday, but I feel way better. Uh, and there's the days where you like, nothing's changed since yesterday when I felt great, and now I feel pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. But that's your mind going off, you know, trying to create scenarios, and that's where the most anxiety arises. Um, it's the thought process, and then
1: like you have that awareness to pull, pull yourself back in and stop that, stop your mind from, from spiraling. Um, because I suppose there's just people that, that we've, we've spoken that, that it might not have that uh, awareness mm-hmm. and can't, can't prevent that
0: from happening. Yeah, and it is quite hard. That's where stress comes from. Like, you know, people talk about stress and anxiety a lot. And with stress and anxiety, I know from myself, from, you know, getting, getting those feelings, the only time I, the real time I become stressed and I become really anxious about things is when I'm either thinking about the future or I'm thinking about the past. I'm thinking about what has happened and, oh, I wish we could be back there. And I'm getting sad and upset, or else I'm thinking, What's ahead? and I can't see what the future lies ahead and that causes me stress and causes me to get anxious.
1: Different scenarios yeah. That
0: actually yeah. Like hypotheticals that you end up creating legs that ninety percent of the time never play out. You know, and it's I'm not saying you it's of course you're gonna do that, your brain, your 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 chimp brain is, is made to do that, like you know, your emotional brain is made to, to do that, do those things. But if you can't create awareness of like, okay, I'm going crazy here now, and you know I'm heading down this path of thinking of all these things that might happen, you know, if this happens and this happens, like you're creating those scenarios, but pulling yourself back to right now, kind of that, so that you can kind of pull yourself back into reality. Yeah, it really is stopping and be, and becoming like, I'm not saying everyone has to become a meditation person, but it's become you know, present in the moment and being like, okay, I'm here right now. What can I control? What can I focus on over the next? I think. Bringing things back to short term, so we talk about you know long term goals and, and they're great to have, but like realistically you can't think that long term right now. So maybe looking at bringing your goals and back to weeks, like you know what do I want to achieve by next week, what do I want to achieve in the next two or three days, you know taking that approach. There is a huge amount of
1: things outside. Or control and everyone else's control at, at the moment, but there there are, st- there are still plenty of aspects of our life that we can control, and that will make us feel uh, better, such as our food or nutrition, our water intake, our sleep, um, getting enough good quality sleep. And then, if you're struggling with your sleep, you like you know that there there are things you can do and steps you can do, like journaling, like you know practicing deep breathing, meditation, which you'll talk about. Uh, in a while, um, but there, there's always something that you can do.
0: Yeah, I think there is, uh, and and look, I think people are right at the moment to play the victim mentality. You know, I've played, it, I've had days where at is like, to be at least is good at pulling me out of a little bit feeling very sorry for myself, like you know, poor me. Uh, and they are hard days to have, but you do. It's up to you, and it's up to me uh, to pull myself out of it eventually. You know, no one else can actually do that for you, and it's about okay, what can I do? Okay, if I have an injury. Uh, in my shoulder or whatever, it's like, you know, I "I can't train at all, or I can figure out what I can do. If I am struggling with sleep, it's like, I can't sleep. And you become this person who, I can't sleep. Instead of looking, okay, what can I do to try and improve my sleep? Whereas we we kind of just stop short of, I can't do this, or this doesn't work for me. And it's like, okay, that's one thing, one aspect, it's like, find the other things. Like, our brains are actually, like, wired to think negatively first. So we have to try and combat that with, there's my negative thought. Okay, but what can I do? What can I focus on? Like, you know, a big thing there, feedback from people has been, right now, lack of time, uh, stressed, you know. We understand we don't have kids, but like my my sister has three kids. You know, she's working from home. Uh, The challenges are ridiculous. And it's, I was going to use the word, but not, unprecedented, I hate that word, because it's been (laughs) overused in the last year, but like, it's, it's crazy of like the scenario that people are in right now. And if you feel like, you know, trying to train, like saying, I, I gotta get back to training the way I was before, which was three or four or five times a week, or I gotta get back into my nutrition when I was trying to drop body fat, you know. If, if you're in that space and you feel that that's gonna help you and that's gonna really you know, work for you right now, go for it, 100%. But don't put yourself under that pressure if you're already feeling stressed, if you feel like you have no time, again, scale it back. What one thing can I do for myself that's gonna help me to feel better right now? We, we always pick this, like, this grandeur picture of the big thing that we need to do and all of these things we need to do to get that. Instead of just thinking about ourselves once and be like, okay, what one thing can I do in a week that's gonna help me feel better? If that's one 20 minute workout, 30 minute workout, if it's one walk or run, if it's you deciding you're going to take half an hour to read a book or take a bat, like you have to start taking time back for yourself as hard as that is but there, there is time there to do it and it's about thinking of one thing versus all the things
1: and it, it, there, there definitely is this perception that you know especially um people they might have been making time to go to class and doing pts before and they, they might think that like it needs to be on that level again so they it might need to be putting like you know 40 45 minutes in in into their their workout uh, but they can't they don't have that time so then as a result they end up doing nothing whereas five or ten minutes is going to be better than doing nothing like doing yeah. something small will always be better than doing nothing yeah and even from uh, a mental health point of view how it's going to make you feel uh, you're going to gain a lot more
0: from that, than uh, just choosing to not do anything at all. Yeah. And that, like, that can, I would say that doesn't have to be a 10 minute workout, even though it's been proven that, like, short bursts of exercise can be great for reducing stress and stuff, like, you know, so even if it is a five or 10 minute kind of hit type workout, but if that 10 minutes is you just going away for a walk, if it's 10 minutes of you reading a book, you know, that that can be beneficial to you. But it's it's really important to understand, I've used this term before to clients, like, the power of one. So it's like, can you do one push-up? Can you walk outside for one minute? Do you know, if you, can st- if you can say yes to those, yes, I can do one push-up, yes, I can go for a walk for one minute. What tends to happen is you'll do more than one push-up. What tends to happen is you're, or you'll realize you're walking for a minute, so I'll do another small bit. And that's where you need to start. Think of the one thing that you can do that'll only take a couple of minutes. Do that. I said, if it's deep breathing, can I take deep breaths for one minute, 60 seconds? This again is going back to what you can do And if you can recognise what you can do, it becomes a choice of, okay, I know I can do this, am I going to do it? Is The next thing you have to barrier you have to pass. And then if you realise that by choosing, yes, it's going to help you, it's going to benefit you, that's what's going to get you moving. But instead of, I said thinking of, I have to do 10,000 steps. It's like, can I just go out and just do a few steps?
1: Yeah, I I think it's like a a huge difference between lockdown one and lockdown three is uh, thankfully we had a pretty decent summer uh, weather-wise where it's, of a dark cold wet January and it is very discouraging to get out into, yeah. into it and it's a lot harder and even when it's darker just it's not inviting to get out but it definitely has a big impact on your weather for it at the moment yeah I know
0: we're just remembering that like even if you get out for 10 minutes you're going to feel better after yeah it. yeah and like let's, let's be honest about it it's been brutal like it really has been brutal as like from our own personal point of view, like you know, I said ATP has been closed nine months.
1: So we'll actually be closed eight out of twelve months. If eight out of twelve months. When
0: we when well by the end of March, if yeah, that's if that's year. when we to open, uh, which is just insane. Like it's it's insane, and we know there's many businesses out there who are going through the same thing. One of the hardest parts of being closed for me has been like you know not being able to see when that reopening will happen you know i said we, when we reopened both times it was great you know to be reopened uh, even under the restrictions that we were but it's like you know when will we get back to any sense of you know, normal or new normal or whatever and not knowing that is is a big frustration um i i do feel like like the, the company is good like you know we are ready to get rocking whenever we can but it is really been a frustration for us and i know for thousands of Thousands of other companies, like you know, not knowing what's ahead, and there's been days where I have been jumping into the future and creating those scenarios. Um, but realistically, we can't think ahead. Like we, we, we literally have to get like me. Martin used a comment the which annoyed me at the time, but it's it's a decent way of thinking for us anyway. Not, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't agree with him saying he should only be thinking that way. But he asked. There was a reporter asked him about what's uh, any positives you can give or any kind of, you know, optimism you can give ahead, like, you know, past the 5th of March and things reopening. And he said, My, the only horizon I'm looking at is the 5th of March. I'm not looking at any other horizons after that. We have to get the 5th of the March, and that's the only horizon to look at. And I, I don't believe he should be taking that view, which I don't think he actually is, but I'm saying, like, for us, we probably should be taking that shorter term view of that's sort our of horizon.
1: It's, it's, it's just very hard because we've always been uh, thinking long term and in a grander scale, like from day one, we, you know, of opening here, we were thinking about how we were going to get the place full, and then from, you know, from early days we were thinking about like, you know, the future in terms of like, years, so it's very hard to
0: bring that back in terms of days and weeks. Yeah, <laughs> next like, week, like yeah, and that, that's, it is, it is brutal, like you know, and I think, but that same aspect goes for, I think, us as a people. You know, Irish people probably people in general want to look forward to something it's what we're made to do why do we book why is January the busiest month for bookings for holidays every year about this year like you know it's because okay New Year I want to look forward to something in the summer or whatever like you know we we don't have that like you know you can't book the holiday and usually the motivation we know ourselves comes from a holiday the motivation to get fitter and whatever comes from a holiday being booked or whatever so it's about finding a new motivation finding a new reason um a more real reason, I suppose. You know, we we talked about this before. Like your your real why, like why do you want to get fit or why do you want to lose weight? Like you know, what does it really mean for you to do that? And if you figure that out and have a, like, to, you know, ask yourself some questions around that area, then maybe you will find a real important why, and that might get you moving. Like you know. Yeah, because
1: I suppose, you know, at the moment, superficial goals just aren't going to cut it. They're not no. going to last very long. Um, you have, yeah. So the obvious example is uh, a weight loss goal, and you don't have a real why uh, under, especially the current circumstances. Um, you're not going to adhere to your plan for very long. Yeah. Uh, before you derail, and then have that negative consequences of failing to reach your goal. Yeah. So. It's it's a good time to, to to sit down and you know find a real why if yeah. you are
0: making some 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 goals. I've used the reference all the time of Ryan Gosling, like you know it's like when he's just shouting at or what do you want, like mm-hmm. you know you have to figure out what do you want uh, and why you want it, uh, and if that's not weight loss, if that's not training a couple of times a week. That's okay. Yeah. Like you know, that that's the thing. People have this thing of, you know, I should be wanting to lose weight. Or I should be wanting to exercise regularly. If you don't, if you hate it, if if the idea of it, hate you hate it. Don't go down that route because you're only setting yourself up for failure. No, granted, anybody I know who's successfully lost weight or took up training regularly, they have transformed their lives physically and mentally. Like they do feel uh, better for it. But it's about knowing, you know, what you're going to focus on. now over the next let's call it 5 6 weeks like you know uh, and how are you going to feel when you start implementing these one or two things and again it people massively massively underestimate the power of doing a little bit it's like if i can't do it all as you said i'm not going to do anything at all you know uh, whereas just once or twice a week doing some exercise you know uh, maybe once or twice a week deciding to improve your nutrition on those days you know if you're not sleeping well it's, it genuinely is about asking yourself, why I'm not sleeping well, you know, and instead of just being, I'm not sleeping well, and trying to figure that out. When it comes to your stress levels, it's like, you know, what's causing my stress? Like, i do done this night, I know, was literally, I go to back garden to let uh, Chance out before he goes to bed, uh, Chance is my dog, if you don't know who he is, and does, if it's a clear night in Watergrass Hill there, like, you know, the stars are out and it's actually... Really brings me back to like whoa, we're really small, like in the grand scheme of things, as people were really small. And I was there the night, and I was stressed enough, and I was just like, right, what's my problem here? You know, why am I stressed? Like, why am why am I feeling this way? And people don't ask themselves those those questions, you know. And I think by doing that, and I realised then, you know, what my, what I was thinking, what my problems were. I was like, okay, they can be resolved. Like, you know, I can, I can walk on these. But if I just kept feeling the way I was feeling without asking myself those questions. Then it's just going to build up inside you, and uh, that that building up of stress is just like something ready to explode. Like you know, uh, people don't, as you say, they don't ask themselves
1: why it is they're they're, they're stressed. Like they yeah. don't figure it out, and they just they just let that stress accumulate. Um, and obviously, like everyone's circumstances um, is different, but with the, the the goal setting, there's there's probably you know some goals that aren't that suitable for a lot of people right now. Stop not a great time to have like a weight loss goal for example and especially if you're struggling with everything else that's that's going on um you're just going to be adding to those to those stress levels yeah. as you said you know whilst it might not be a great time um to you know try to achieve a goal like that there's, there's nothing stopping you from you know putting habits in place to, to help you for when, for when it is a better time. Yeah. So, like, you know, learning a little bit more about nutrition, learning a little bit more about stress and how to manage yeah. it, sleep hygiene. Um, these are all, you know, things that, again, five and 10 minutes a day uh, will put you into a much better position and give you a lot uh, higher chance of success when the
0: time does come. Yeah, and I, I do know, like, there, there has been a flip side of it where people have used their escapism as training. And they've gone flat out and I've seen people come back from lockdowns. Honestly, think, like the two different lockdowns, from the lockdowns, I've seen people come back with, you know, gained. I hate using like the COVID stone. It's a stone. <laughs> it's not a COVID stone, it's a stone. But people came back with, you know, weight gain. But i see seen people walk in the door when we, when we had our doors opened and I was like, whoa, what the hell happened to you? He was like, yeah, I just got my shit together. <laughs> you know, I went down that route of just like, not, not spoiling, watching my nutrition. And like, there's reasons that happened for that person. And there's reason the other person, you know, put on weight, N- none is really right or wrong. It's just it's, they were at the right space at that right time and it's but it's recognising that. So the social uh, aspect of Huge. the occasion started the equation. So um
1: people who train hard Monday to Friday and are on point with their food or nutrition Monday to Friday and then just like go off the rails Saturday and Sunday,
0: that was kind of pulled from them. Yeah. For so three like four months. we know the calories that are consumed in that Friday <laughs> yeah. to Sunday, like you know, has been a big factor why people have struggled to lose weight. I was, I've used the term social butterfly with clients before, where you've like you know, loads of group of friends, so you're just always out. And yes, we want to get back to that, but again, like you know, what it's done is opened people's eyes to okay, it's not because I wasn't training hard enough, it's not because I wasn't watching my food. It is because when it came to Friday afternoon, I just. Went forget about it and went for a free for all of drinking and, and eating without watching my, my nutrition or whatever and that's what's been the issue because now that that's not available to me I've been able to successfully lose weight
1: and There's a lot of people who fall into that category and um, so from like a health point of view uh, well, a physical health point of view they're better off uh, for it
0: Yeah and like there's, there's, there's things where you know as hard as might be we'll touch them on the early end there like you know we ask people kind of what positives they're taken from Covid uh, there has been positives for for us as much as there's been negatives no it will for me anyway I definitely say there's more negatives than positives but like you know there is areas that people if when, you, when we look back on hopefully in a couple of years time and be like Jesus remember that Covid that was mental <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do hope that comes and we, and we think it will but like a big thing that people have spoke about and it's been prevalent in all of the lockdowns uh, is mental health. That's why we're here, that's why we're talking about it. Like, you know, and just trying to turn mental health out there, Like you know, it's like, what is mental health? And mental health is you know, how you speak to yourself. Mental health is the conversations you have with yourself on a day-to-day basis. And you speak to nobody more than you do yourself. And those conversations need to be analyzed and asking yourself, would I speak how I'm speaking to myself to a friend that's going through the same situation? And the answer's always going to be no. Like, you, you, you're, you're, the, you're as hard on yourself as you will be on anybody else. The relationship yeah. you have with yourself is the most important
1: relationship. Massive, Like, like And people, people maybe don't value that relationship.
0: Yeah. Like, well. if you're, and I know people like, who are, like have really been, even you know when you're having chats inside here with clients, like that negative self-talk, uh, that, that not willing to give themselves a pat on the back for a well done, like we're very slow to do that, but if your friend achieved whatever you achieved, or if your friend done it, you'd be like, oh, you know, fucking amazing
1: or it's that automatic follow up with a negative it's like I've done this positive thing
0: but but yeah that but it's like just stop talking just yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. stop it at the but <laughs> you know remember, like, just leave, yeah. leave it he, there people like.
1: don't do that for themselves yeah but they'll, they'll point it out like uh, another
0: huge aspect you touched on like you were saying was like you know uh, the perception of the world around you
1: yeah so um, like everyone has a, a different perception of, of, of what's going on and like we've seen it especially now um you know i don't know do some people just like not watch the news or follow what's what's going on but uh i guess like some people you wonder do they even know that like covid is a thing like yeah it's actually happening and then other people it's just affecting their lives so much yeah um and it's called it's causing like massive anxiety stress loneliness Um, And so a bit of a disclaimer here, especially when we're talking about mental health, is like we don't have any qualifications in mental health or degrees, Mm -hmm. but like we do have a lot of experience talking to people and clients who have, have, you know, these these things
0: going on. Right? Yeah, because in the, when it comes to mental health issues, you know, there's different grades uh, of mental health issues, like, you know, where we're talking is like, you know, on this kind of suffering from anxiety, suffering from stress, like, you know, and how that spiral effect, which you've heard us mention quite a lot now, can lead down. It's the power to be able to stop that spiral, because mm. that spiral can work the other way as well, in a positive way, if you can get if you can get it going. But like, there's a, an analogy I've, I've never used, I've written it down once, a good few years ago, when I, when I class myself as first becoming aware or getting into mindset and everything like that, uh, I was on, on the Beach. I think it's fitting for now because we was talking about there. It's like, uh, you know, we're the size of a grain of sand. Like, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, me as an individual, I'm about the size of a grain of sand. When you think of the universe, everything else forever probably smaller than that. But like within that grain of sand, I've created an entire world. Like, you know what I mean, so my world is everybody that's around me that, that, I, that I know, that I sort that of t- touch base with, that, like the clients, family, friends, so like even though in the grand scheme of things I'm as small as a grain of sand, within that grain of sand there's an entire world of feelings, of emotions, like, you know, and I think that's very important to note, like you know, yeah. yes, we are small in the grand scheme of things, but your own individual world, like there's people out there who I've never met in my entire life, and they go about living their lives and I never will meet them again, like, you know, so it's about looking at your own grain of sand, your own world and kind of going, okay, how can I positively impact myself and those people around me within this grain of sand, like, you know. Uh,
1: Because, like, the way you see the world will be different to how I see it. Massively. um, And will be very different than how a lot of
0: other people see it. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, when it comes to advice, it's very hard. And this is, we're talking about our TikToks there, it's uh, getting loads of comments from people all over the world, which is great, but, like, you know, you really realise that people are just living different, completely in different worlds, like in different grains of sand completely, like you know, because uh, they're trying to give advice, even regards stuff we're talking about here, but especially when it comes to weight loss and nutrition, you know, there's no, unfortunately there's no here, this is the answer that you're looking for and that's it. It's because there's, there's so much misinformation
1: out there, there's, there's you know, so many Uh, Myths out there, and unfortunately, like you know, these are rather holes people have been let down. So it's a lot harder than uh, to educate.
0: Yeah, like I don't know where the term silver bullet came from, like, but it's it's created absolute havoc for everybody because everybody's looking for that silver bullet, which you talk about now about vaccines and for for COVID. But when it comes to nutrition, it's like here, do this one thing, it's going to solve your weight loss problems. It's like. It won't. It's unfortunately a multi-factorial approach you have to take to everything, like you know. And it's only going to start with you. It's going to be you figuring out, okay, how have I got into this situation? Because at the end of the day, we have choices to make. There's different scenarios that make it really hard for some people, you know, in their lives. But everything we do is, an, is a yes or no choice. Everything. And I I firmly believe that, like you know, so you're making a decision. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else all of the time, and that's important. So, like, let's just use a weight loss for example. When you say yes to I'm gonna eat well for the next six weeks or whatever, you're saying no to getting takeaways, you know, drinking fizzy drinks, whatever. If you, if I say yes to meeting up with you at a certain time, then I'm saying no to maybe doing some work that needs to get done, or no to meeting somebody else. There's always a yes, no. So it's important to look at the choices you're making, why you're making those choices, and are they in line with whatever your goal is like.
1: Yeah. So, um, and again, going back to it, like, if your goal is important enough to you, you'll do what it takes to achieve that goal. Yeah. Um, and that then when, like, you know, adherence is no, no, I really do want it,
0: but then they're not willing to do what it takes yeah. to achieve that. And it. And and it goes back to, you know, I said this before and one of the talks I gave was to look back at things you have achieved, like, you know, the sacrifices you made to achieve those. Like, uh, you know, you done whatever it took. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did you like whatever it took you got there, you done it because it was super, super important. So find a goal that does that for you again. And that's where you're that's where your reason for getting going is going to be like.
1: Again, it does not have to be weight loss or fitness orientated. It just, it just doesn't.
0: Yeah. yeah. If whatever, whatever you are passionate about, whatever gets you the fire in your belly, like you know, like for me, it really is like you know, creating the monster of like twenty eight degrees to be to expand and to be a massive project's going to educate thousands of people, yeah. and that that gives me excitement massively. So
1: we know that because uh, we, like we've we've talked about like you know. Um, what's wrong and people are like looking for the, the silver bullet but to like an extent like the fitness industry has created that you know people have it in their mind that it's like you know it, it's this one food plan, it's this one exercise program that's going to fix all of my problems and make me look and feel exactly how I want to but like we know that's not it yeah so like we know that it's education but like just learning a little bit about stress, about sleep, about nutrition, about exercise, about relationships, if, if you know a small little bit about those topics, that's going to go a lot further uh, to you achieving any goal uh, as
0: opposed to a meal plan. Yeah, exactly. People just want to be told what to do, but unfortunately it takes a bit of work. Uh, that is it for part one. Be sure to check out part two, uh, give this a share, and tag it.